0: Hello, welcome. Oh sorry, I thought you were saying hello to me <laughs> I am, because you're a Joe Scrubbles Hello And I'm Daniel Crooper And welcome to the Windsor Not a royal wedding podcast Now today we're going to be mainly talking about the guests at the wedding of Harry and Meghan Which is, of course, only 94 days away Three months, five days, 13 weeks and three days Depending how you like your time measured out uh, Minutes I haven't written that one down You absolute chancer But there is a website that will do that for you It's lovely to use um, but before we get onto that, there is breaking news, Joe. Well, it's a, a few days old now. Um, we've got some details, firm details about deets. the date. Um, so Exclusive details. We, we obviously knew it was happening on May 19th, but... I mean, I'd kind of forgotten that. <laughs> don't, don't let that date be dislodged from your brain. Okay. Um, the wedding is kicking off at midday. Right, so we can work it out it's, for a minute. It's a midday wedding. Which is unorthodox, because obviously it's unorthodox already, they're doing a Saturday wedding. And the banana cake. Because it should be, like, there's nothing that is orthodox about this wedding. These absolute, they're like, they might as well be hippies. Um, yoga instructors. Um, <laughs> they might as well be bloody yoga instructors. <laughs> so it's kicking off at midday on a Saturday of all days, like, like commoners do. They have weddings at weekends. Yeah. Usually the royals do it on a weekday. Well, yeah, because usually you want time off for it. They've absolutely yeah. shafted us. Um, and so the wedding will be officiated by Justin Welby, who is the Archbishop of Canterbury. Good old Justin. Now, I thought you were going to say Justice, the uh, French electro band. <laughs> Sadly not. No. Sadly not. Um, so far, they haven't been confirmed as taking part in the wedding in, in any format. We're not going to um, hear dance. But I, I did some like delving into Justin because I wanted to check out that he was the right man. He was up for the job. He, I'm not going to make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. I was um, I was going to demean a man of the cloth. I think that's fine. You don't know what he's been up to. Um, his fa- but his father sounds like a right wrong Really? Yeah, his father sounds like a right hellraiser. raiser that he doing? Not that sort of Knocking mailboxes off of uh, um, off the sidewalk really with a baseball bad. bat. His father nearly married Vanessa Redgrave, the actress.
1: That's, uh, um, I mean, he's gone wrong there by not marrying Vanessa I Redgrave. I know, but
0: the reason he didn't marry Vanessa Redgrave was because her mother wrote to Sir Michael Redgrave denouncing his father called Gavin Welby. <laughs> and she referred to him it was a real horror, Ooh. A pretty rotten piece of work. A bloody hell. Um, turns out, I think he was an alcoholic. But uh, this is all. Who was the rower? Is he a Redgrave? Oh, um Stephen Redgrave. Stephen Redgrave, five-time Olympian. Is he across part? five? Di- no, I think is he he's in that crew. No, I think he's an unrelated Redgrave. Well, 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 I think he has relatives. Welby was a real rotter, and he was a real rower. And I was like, you know, obviously, you know, don't doesn't poison the well. Justin could be a fine chap and learn from his father's mistakes. Well, it sounds like he's gone all the way the other way. But then he, find, then he found out a few years ago, Justin isn't even related to Gavin Wilby. Is that much of a wrong gun. Turns out his mum's also a wrong gun because she was lying to Gavin. His paternity testing in 2016 revealed that his father is actually Sir Anthony Montague Brown, oh, who was Churchill's private secretary. This
1: is like the most complicated and high status episode of Eastenders that's
0: ever happened uh, that's the thing like the upper classes might like to pretend they're very dissimilar to us common folk but like they like munching down a banana cake like Ooh, the rest of us just at, at it absolute banana fiends. Um, yeah, so that's like
1: How's that become a thing in our lexicon already? <laughs> b- if you if you don't understand all the banana references,
0: listen to last week and our discussion of cakes. Yeah, and if um chicken comes up, listen to episode 1. It's yes. very the thing is, this might all seem to you the listener kind of hashed together at the last Ram minute. Ramshackle. It is finely and densely plotted.
1: It's like um, a Daniel Kitson stand-up show. Everything calls back to everything else. There's an internal consistency that won't emerge
0: until the very yeah. end, at which point you'll proclaim us geniuses and we'll never go on TV again. The last line of the show will run perfectly into the first line of the show, like Finnegan's Wake by it's James going, Joyce. It's
1: going, be it's
0: going to be like a Mark Z. Danewski novel around <laughs> That's here. It's a podcast or a Boros. <laughs> um, so Justin, you know, seems like, the guy he thought was a f- his father for a long time was a bit of a rotter, but he seems all right. I'm okay with Justin doing it. He's become Archbishop of Canterbury. Yeah. You know, that's the man you want for the job, I think.
1: Is he, I mean. So what's his, has he spoken out about the post Churchill revelations? He's been quite.
0: The Montague Brown revelation. about it. That's a very good novel name. The Montague Brown revelation. Yeah, definitely. But like, yeah. So he was Churchill's private secretary for years and years and years.
1: He's got to be in Peaky Blinders. That Churchill's in that, is he? I bet. Yeah. I, I
0: don't thought watch that Peaky. was. Like, I don't watch any Peaky Blinders. That's I actually right. don't even know what it's about. I know Killian Murphy's in it with a flat. About hat. naughty boys in Birmingham. In what? In that time period? I thought it was Victorian. All days was, well. No, it's
1: um like nineteen hundred. So like on the edge of it. Uh, or nineteen twenties? I think it's like Churchill the early years. <laughs> It was before he was the big dog.
0: It's when he was just being sort of a asshole to normal yeah, people, I kind not of Germans. Like because so like, you know the darkest hour came out and like everyone's fating Gary Oldman's performance. Mm. And then a friend of ours told me that Churchill was a bit of a shit. Oh yeah, and I went into reading some of it. Yeah, he's done like really bad stuff.
1: Good, good walk. Yeah, high. stop
0: Nazism. Get him out after. Yeah, there's a lot of, rid. He had some really unsavoury views. Did he? Anyway, He's it's nor- not about exposing Churchill. Wait, Churchill, wrong and Mother Teresa, she's right, wrong <laughs> She was. Uh, Christopher Hitchens wrote an uh, expose of Mother Teresa. I don't think Christopher Hitchens is the least uh, least biased source you can yeah, have. No, no, but like, at least he didn't go around professing to be holier than now Quite literally holier-than-thou. Yeah, um, we've got a weird route on piano. be Anyway, Justin Welby's a fine chap to be doing it. He will be assisted with the right Reverend David Connor, who's the Dean of Windsor. So he's got, he got, they got two priests on the go. Double. Double Tag team. Um, he's on the ropes. He can't remember the vows. <laughs> he's in. <It's- laughs> so he's got backup. It's a two-man job. It's two-vicar job. Listen to Radio Stachanov property. Wrestle me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so it's going to take place at midday in Windsor Castle's 15th Century Chapel. Good one. Lovely. Then 1pm there'll be a bit carriage late, procession. Bit later than Edward III. They re- they fucked it there. I know. But it's going to take... The um, carriage procession is going to take them through the centre of Windsor. So all the public can gawp at them. Oh. Which would be lovely for everyone involved. No homeless. And time. then the reception will take place at St. George's Hall for a couple and guests. And Warren Kramer replied to the tweet announcing this. And he said... What's a beautiful interior, especially the ceiling? And I've seen a picture of it, Joe, and I agree.
1: What are we looking at? Oh, filigree? Filigree. Um, Runnels. Lovely, lovely
0: detailing. cornicing. There's, there were cornices. What's there's... the... Oh, what are the bits on window Mullions? Got mm-hmm. mullions on the windows? It's just nice. It's good. It's, it's, not, it's not like wood chip. What about a buttress? Um, it's not wood chip. I remember I had wood chip on my bedroom um, ceiling when I was a kid. It seems it took very... to my mum... Bloody months to get off. It did. It seems very... Um... Don't say northern.
1: No, 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 no. Because uh. I had wood chip in my house growing up in Canada. But there, it seems very unstable to me. Like, when I look at it, I'm like, that shouldn't be on a wall. Shouldn't, it shouldn't be holding anything. Well, it's not pleasing I... to look at. Oh, no, absolutely not weird makes you look like a rough s- texture you're in a scout hut all the time it's weird that's what I imagine Canada to be like what? well absolutely what being in a scout hut the whole time <laughs> <laughs> everyone's been
0: really nice and trying to like get badges fires <laughs> get badges yeah that's we don't have money over there it's just badges were you actually ever a cub or a scout no absolutely not oh, I, I was, don't I was a beaver I hated the a idea of being around other people and a scout and the, <laughs> there's, a one, there's a clipping of me I was a rather fat child and my mum has a clipping of me in the little local paper when i was a beaver and it's me wearing a very large charlotte hornets t-shirt the american (laughs) basketball team who i was very into as a nine-year-old child were you actually apparently Uh, my best friend andrew lake and we were on a raft that we built at camp crossing a lake incidentally (gasps) lake on lake i'm not gonna lie because i was a large child my side of the raft is going considerably more into the water than his oh. side. I felt like I was going to let my best friend down. It's actually probably a trauma I've never recovered from. This seems again seems to be an
1: outlet. This podcast yeah. for your childhood trauma. Yeah, I was a fat kid that nearly killed my best friend <laughs> in in a name that would be so ironic. <laughs> like no, the problem is that if he had drowned in that lake, no tabloid would be able to resist. Yeah. Andrew Lake drowned in a lake, or, you know, a yeah. better pun than that, that they would have more than three seconds to
0: think of and embarrass themselves. <laughs> go on, Lakey. Lakey. What, as he drowns? <laughs> go on. <laughs> I shit, I got a swimming badge. Oh. Uh, but yeah. Closest I came to
1: organise group fun as a child was a football team, which I left after I was called a donkey once. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I, I, I hated it. So, well, I was bad. All oh, right. Okay. I hated it so much being called a donkey that I never played in a football team again. I was like, oh, that's like no Humiliating way. for a child. It is. You never. Was, that's a scar. I was the only one who wanted to play goalkeeper. And I, like, like, I liked being goalkeeper. But as soon as I let one in, they called me a donkey. I'm like, I didn't know what it you, you was... haven't got one now. I, don't know
0: if it, I didn't know if it was like a weird continental epithet. like, <laughs> Or like an affectionate thing, like feed the goat. Hello, donkey. Pass the goat. Pass the donkey.
1: <laughs> donkey! <laughs> uh, I literally can't say donkey without thinking of Shrek, which is a problem
0: with or our culture. Or crying. Or crying. Um, so that's the main details they released of the wedding. Um,
1: so there you go. I So I like the idea that they have to... They get married, and their first act as a couple is having thousands of people just look
0: at them. Quite nice, though. Feels, I mean, that feels well, very that authentically prob- medieval. Well, I guess, like, the equivalent is when you get married, traditionally, you would exit the church, and mm. all your friends and relatives do a similar thing, like, you know, shower you with, like, what's it called? Rice paper? Mustard. Check with the vicar. Please check with the vicar. Not yeah. every church allows it. Um, and they kind of, like, you receive adulation, and... Mm. This is just a bigger version of that. Big that's style. just going down How high street.
1: You, am I right? Is it just Game of Thrones where this happens? Or was real life in medieval times, they would all carry you up and watch you have for your first sex? What? If that's a thing that apparently... Well, well, I've done it. In my head, I think it's true. Like, the married couple would be carried upstairs to their bedroom and the consummation would begin.
0: I think I've been, because obviously doing this podcast, been reading into, like, royal history. I think I've come across that story of, like... Kings getting you know excessively drunk on their wedding night mm, and not being able to. Their friends going into the, the, the wedding room, <sighs> the bridal. No, yeah, But Edward yeah, yeah, the Third didn't have yes. problems with
1: that. What, sorry? I bet Edward III Third never had problems with that. I love you, Edward the Third now. Do. I know so much uh, about his life, but so little about him. And oh. I think I want to make a
0: Wes Anderson style film
1: about That's his troubles. The problem with history:
0: you're forever removed from him. That's so true. But yet, so close. Like death, as well. Right, what are we going
1: to do now? Oh, right, next. Right, so our episode is mainly... That was breaking news. That was the the Sky News 24-hour... You, you listen to this podcast, you probably already heard it. ...section. Well, if I was... Um, the kind of listener I'm thinking we have, judging by our, the quality of our output, is someone who's not actively taking an interest in royal wedding business. Mm. And, listener, if I have demeaned you there, I apologise. Maybe you knew already. But I'm guessing three days late, is about as breaking as it gets for most of these people. We can still hear the smash echoing. Um, But the main focus of today's episode is the guests at the wedding. We're going to start with the most special guest of all. Queen. Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran has apparently, according to Entertainment Tonight, been invited, but has not yet accepted the opportunity to attend and play at the wedding of Harry and Meghan. Uh, As they put it, cleverly. The Royal Ball is in Ed Sheeran's court, which is a mixed metaphor that I can't get down with. (laughs) Um, So a source tells E.T., what? The extraterrestrial, that the Shape of You singer has been asked to perform a few songs, a few songs, not many, not like those DJs who take control, at uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's royal wedding in May. Um, They've reached out to Sheeran's rep regarding the request, but for the meantime, if Sheeran accepts... Megan and Harry will have landed the perfect song for
0: a first dance. I
1: think he's got a song called Perfect.
0: Oh, right. I don't know enough about Ed Sheeran. I thought you it was like a pun on pairing, like a cat. Oh. I, all I can think about when I think of Ed Sheeran is that massive lion tattoo his so chest. That's so weird. Which is extremely patriotic, because <laughs> instead of like three lines on his chest, he's got one massive fuck-off one.
1: Imagine that if he just, <laughs> he's like, you're <laughs> You're have a bang on this, you're the
0: lion to me. just rips it open. One lion
1: on had, my chest. He's had
0: his cat's face replaced with Harry's face. But with the big old mane. I do mane. think it, it's a bit of a cheeky invite though. Because like, he's not been invited, he's been asked to perform. And if so specify how many songs with you you want. It'll get back to you with details. I should have looked into this, actually, because um, this has become something of a... I'm assuming it's always kind of
1: happened, but yeah. Ellie Goulding performed at Kate and Wills. Okay. And she was a big deal at the time. So I think they have a sort of in-vogue-ish pop star to play
0: at a lot of them. But I didn't look into whether she was invited as well. I, she must have been. That's the thing, though. Have they been invited because they know him, or is it like, here is our entertainment? Well, Harry has met. Ed Sheeran before, which we'll get onto later. Um, but, I,
1: yeah, I do wonder. Maybe he's it's sort like, of a jester. It's not
0: cool like, to invite your mates to stuff, but you're like, oh, can you do some photos? Harry just saw shit. Because I know you have a camera. Yeah. I, <laughs> 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 like...
1: Sheeran appeared on Game of Thrones, yeah, and I reckon that's popular enough that Harry's seen it. Maybe he just saw him, he was like, I like that little chap in the hat. <laughs> Let's get him in. Get him on. That, that was that
0: scene was widely derided. Awful business, but I don't know if Harry's got what a do lot of quality Would you think he wants him to bring the loot? Because that's I what he think, plays in that scene.
1: I think he wants him to play old styley you know, <laughs> medieval Fox. business. Or, or, Megan's asking for it. Bring back the old days. <laughs> the old family business. <laughs> like she's Lannisters. Well... I mean, she's, she's... No, a... she would
0: be Daenerys in the... In the she metaphor. would be she's Daenerys. She's returning from overseas from a period of exile. Fantastic work. All right, let's work on this. Okay. Um, E.T.'s royal correspondent, Victoria... <laughs> you can't keep saying E.T. I like royal. that I keep saying E.T. E.T.'s royal... Think, I'm thinking of E.T. obviously with a crown on because I'm that simple.
1: Yeah, obviously. Okay, <laughs> perfect. Good, and like good. one of those um, sort of ermine cloaks. <laughs> E.T.'s Royal Correspondent, Victoria Arbiter, which is a fantastic name. If you had that name, no teacher would ever be able to tell you off at school. I think
0: you're destined to be a Royal Correspondent if you have... Victoria Arbiter thinks Sheeran
1: would be a great fit for the job. She quotes... Well, she does not quote. I quote her. Ed Sheeran has yet to confirm, but I'm not sure you turned down Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Mm, Bit of a worry bit vicious. Mm, well, People if- love his romantic love songs, so he's an ideal candidate for the first dance, and I think Harry has always enjoyed Ed Sheeran,
0: It's weird. I don't. Like, I've listened to some Ed Sheeran. I'm not, like, intimately familiar with his oeuvre. You're about to be. But isn't there, like, does he not like, write a lot of, like, breakup songs rather than mm, love songs? I think he does a bit of both. I okay. think he runs the gamut. Can't have one without the
1: other. He's sort of the um, Blue Valentine of, of singers. Right, okay. I thought it was all quite depressing. No, 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 no. Oh, it's, He's it's, very um, boring, right. I would say, is the main thing about <laughs> okay, him. Um, so, but apparently he'll play at the evening reception. Uh, let's see. Sheeran has teased the idea of performing at the Royal Wedding before. In December, Sheeran spoke to E.T.'s Kelty Knight at KISS <laughs> FM's I Heart Radio Jingle Ball, presented by Capital One at the Forum in Inglewood, California, which is the biggest description of an event. I've ever seen but, this, like, too
0: much. Because I've been like, reading a lot of these royal stories recently. That's immaculate sourcing of information. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, sometimes good. Sources said, there's no source provided. That's, a That's very, got a geographical location. Very good
1: point. You could look that up on Google Maps. It would say exactly the same thing. Um, and he said he'd play the ceremony, quote, if I was free. <laughs> I'm assuming that was said in jest. I hope it was, because he can't be that big. Blase about it. He's probably richer than Prince Harry now,
0: though. Yeah, probably. That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Maybe he's just like, going to blow it up. It's he
0: probably isn't that rich by himself, is he? In the, in the grand scheme. Nah. It's sort of
1: a big trust fund, though, isn't it, Buckingham? What? what it Britain? <laughs> just full of gold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just Britain. <laughs> it's Britain, yeah. It's, whoa, look, Do you reckon he growing? could take any sweet out of a sweet shop he
0: liked? I think he could get without... with a lot of stuff. He could. He just leaves big cakes made of cheese wherever they're made. I think the fact made. that he could get away with a lot of stuff that he's turned out as well as he has, he yeah. <laughs> reflects very well on him. Fair play to him. Actually, very good point. Uh, Sheeran says, I get asked this all the time if I
1: know the... Uh, oh, I get asked this all the time like I know the royal family. I've met Harry once. And that was in 2011. It is Grand's Jubilee. <laughs> 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 it's like a weird juxtaposition of words, isn't it? Yeah. It's Grand's Jubilee. It's
0: but like, that is just... I can tell you... Easily, neither of my grands have had a jubilee. But also, like, I'm only going to someone's nan's party if I know them really well. Yeah, that's a good point as well. Like, I know the queen has her own draw. Yeah. I'm not going to discount <laughs> Liz's attraction. Mm. But, like, if you're going to someone's nan's party, you're a good mates with them. I mean,
1: <laughs> you're <laughs> willfully ignoring the context of that party, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, he went to his grand's jubilee, and it was like, hey, hey. I barely know him that's what ed sheeran said uh, and they finish by <laughs> looping it on these little pedals and they finish on this perfect as someone who writes news occasionally i uh, recognize this technique which is <laughs> i can't think of how to finish this so i'll take the quote and respond to it weekly so hey hey i barely know him well dot 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 you may be getting to
0: know him a little better now ed I thought you were going to say Ed Sheeran coming out on PlayStation 4 <laughs> <laughs> sometime in 2019. Look, mate, don't deride my work. Uh,
1: now, I've got a little game for you, Crooper. I'm not done. I thought, if Ed Sheeran's going to play this bloody wedding, he's going to have to play his more famous hits. But some of his more famous hits are very specific in their love song, Uri. And one of his most famous hits, I happen to know, is a little song called Galway Girl. And I was thinking that he could play that, but it could be called L.A. Girl. <laughs> and I was thinking, Kruper, Okay. that if I go through the lyrics, but sort of do it like Mad Libs, okay. we could come up with a new version of Galway Girl okay, that would suit the royal wedding. So we'll start with the chorus. She played the blank in a blank band. So it's an instrument
0: and type of band. What's very American? What's a very West Coast kind of. Harpsicle. It's <laughs> Herbstica- <not> like
1: Bach. <laughs> All right, what about like a Hammond organ, like old Beach Boys yeah, West Coast? Yeah, you want
0: something like that, I think, like organ.
1: Yeah, she played the organ. <laughs> she, played... she played the organ in a Beach Boys cover band.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: But she fell in love with a blank man. Posh man. Posh man. Posh man. Posh oh man. <laughs> Kissed her on the blank, then I took her... you a... writing these down? Wait. Oh, yeah. Write these down so we can read it. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> While I do that, kissed her on the blank, then I took her by the blank. I don't want to do this, Scott. Do it! <laughs> I kissed her by the... They could just be the same. This is so long, we might have to give up on some of
0: this. <laughs> No, 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 we're, we're doing the whole
1: not. song, all three verses. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I, was, I just want to make this perfect. Uh, which is another one of his songs. Uh, kissed her on the blank, then I took her by the blank. Kiss, let's, just, let's just do nice on that one. Let's be nice. Kissed her on the cheek. Kissed her on the cheek. And took her by it's the resp- cheek.
1: And took her by the <laughs> cheek, yeah.
0: <laughs> Said, baby, I just
1: want to. And I think that's got to rhyme with cheek. So, Speak. Free, freak.
0: freak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing freak. You can see why she was quite taken with him immediately. So this is our chorus. She played the organ in
1: a Beach Boys cover band. <laughs> she fell in love with a posho man. Kissed her on the cheek, then I took her by the cheek. Said, baby, I just want a freak. Excellent. And I, I'm using freak as a verb,
0: not a noun there. Yes, I so just want
1: to freak. Yeah. She's not a freak.
0: Yeah. First one of three. <laughs> Strap yourself in, everyone. I met
1: her on Blank Street right outside the bar. Now, I was thinking, I don't know where the club, the Soho club is, where they actually met. Oh, is it Rupert Street or Greek Street? What club did they meet at? Um, club, uh, Bar Soho. Like. It's that members club in Soho
0: that's all over the world. Oh, um, Soho House. Soho House. Let me let me find this. We want it to be accurate. I think same. this would be not historically nice. Dean Street.
1: Dean Street. I met her on Dean Street right outside of the bar. I like that it's of the Yeah. Right outside of the bar. She shared a blank with me while her blank played the blank. <laughs> um, a bit confectionery. Uh, she shared the Twix. Her, Twix with me while her blank played the blank mate played the fool <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing it you didn't respond quick enough yes yep. Yeah. she asked me what does it mean the ink on the arm said it was blank 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 do you want to drink on
0: what it's five blanks
1: yeah it's so the what is ink on the arm means
0: Or what it's of. What would Harry have? (laughs) Massive helicopter. It's a bloody helicopter, love. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I think if I know one thing about Captain Harry Wales... Yeah. Is he's got a massive helicopter tattoo. Helicopter. Probably a Robinson R-44. She took Jamie as a chaser.
1: Jack for the fun. She got Arthur on the table with Johnny riding shotgun. I'm not going to replace any of that because I don't know what it means. Mm. Chatted some more. One more blank at the bar. Twix
0: again? One more Twix, yeah. One they absolutely Twix. love them. They were absolutely. bonding over them. We should have said banana. But yeah. I also think sharing a Twix is quite lovely if you're sharing a single stick, because it's a sharing chocolate. Oh. But if you're sharing individual sticks, I think Like Lady the Tramp. It's a higher level of intimacy that you wouldn't get from a standard chocolate bar. If you tried to Lady in the Tramp it, you, it would create crumbs. Mate,
1: it'd be a right mess. <laughs> yeah, but good though, isn't it? <laughs> then put blank on the jukebox. got up to dance. Twix wrapper. Twix rapper on that
0: Twix, Twix rapper. That was good. Okay, that's first. Now one. they mean business. Oh, Twix yeah. is gone. Are we going to keep... served its purpose it served its purpose. Are we going to keep going with this? Should we do it should we do the verse next week?
1: Let's do another verse next week. I okay, love it. All right. Here's go. here's what we've got so far. She played the organ in a Beach Boys cover band, but she fell in love with a posh old man. Kissed her on the cheek, then I took her by the cheek, said, "Baby, I just want to freak." I met her on Dean Street, right outside the bar. She shared a Twix with me while her mate played the fool. (laughs) She asked me, what does it mean, the ink on the arm? Said it was a bloody helicopter, love. (laughs) What do you want to drink on? (laughs) She took Jamie as a chaser, Jack for the fun. She got Arthur on the table with Johnny riding shotgun, chatted some more, one more Twix at the bar. Then I put the Twix wrapper on the jukebox, (laughs) got up to dance. This is a beautiful feature we've stumbled on. I love it. Wow. So by week four, I've... We'll, we're we'll going to have a s- we'll, brand new
0: here Sheeran. We're going to actually record it. I mean, I think it would only I, I be think correct. It's I really can't sing. I'll do the pedals. I think it's me mixing it. Karaoke versions have all the music done. <laughs> we can sing it I'll together. Sorry, bring, um, bring it, it in from playing. home. Um, so we're just going to leave you with that for a second while you contemplate what the hell you're listening to, and we'll be back shortly. To the One, two, three, four, five. All right, we've covered the important guest.
1: Now let's cover the important rest. <laughs> I Am I right? That was an elegant joke. Huffington Post have this to say. A YouGov survey of, the survey of the British public has revealed some startling insights into who is deemed worthy of an invite to the royal wedding in May. The top four. Hmm? Oh, that's all right. I was just looking at it, wondering if it's going to give away some of what... Uh, We're going to do now But it's fine Because they're sort of like clues The top four consisting of The groom's stepmother A former president Arguably the greatest living National treasure And the prime minister Are perhaps unsurprising But the bottom of the table Is where things get interesting Now So this is a YouGov poll Where 1642 people Adults Were asked between The 30th and 31st of January 2018 who they think. Oh, so out of the following, following who do you think Prince Harry and Meghan Markle should invite to their wedding? And they were given a list of... Sorry,
0: what were the age ranges against, again?
1: Uh, it doesn't say the age ranges. But,
0: but above...
1: They're just adults. They're not kids. So right? I think okay, 18 just, plus. Okay,
0: I just want to know what I'm pitching at.
1: Um, excluding don't know, respondents randomly <laughs> saw... <laughs> I
0: just love that one. Don't, I mean, know.
1: You, don't know. Don't know. Don't know, who's that? Don't know. Don't um, know. Uh excluding don't know, respondents randomly saw twelve of the twenty two options that we're gonna have here. Oh. Um so what we're gonna do Well, actually I'll tell you what, let's play this sort of double family fortune style. Okay. I want you to name people you think are on this list. <clears throat> okay. And then I want you to guess the percentage of people that said they should Definitely get an invite to the wedding. So all
0: these people only said one name, or were they all—they were shown twelve of the twenty-two possible
1: right. responses, okay. and then said yes or no, okay, or don't know, <laughs> don't know. Uh, so, like, oh wait, can I have? The, can I have the yeah. pen? We've only got one pen. <laughs> don't lift the curtain, Joe. Pete, if you're listening, get us a pen. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, who do you reckon? Let's do the let's do the four that it hinted at, clued at. I was going to say. So um, the groom's stepmother, who's that?
0: Um, Camilla Parker Bowles. How many reckon you reckon that is? Um, oh, it's got to be quite high. It's quite an obvious one, like eighty oh, percent. Mate, ninety percent. Yeah, I probably should have gone high. top of
1: the list. Number one <clears throat> makes perfect sense. That's just pragmatic.
0: Mm. Yeah, you don't want to piss anyone off. Do Absolutely you? not. A former president. Um Barack Obama. Correct. What are we thinking? I think people would like him to go, so I think high. Eighty oh, percent? Seventy-three. Shit. Second. 75.
1: <laughs> oh. Human. I wasn't expecting this to get angry. Arguably, I like this one. Arguably the greatest living national treasure.
0: Stephen Fry. No. Um. Les Dennis. Greatest living national treasure.
1: You'll kick yourself, mate. You'll absolutely kick yourself.
0: Nah, no. go, go on.
1: David Attenborough. Oh, of course. What are you thinking? Third uh, in the table. S- 65. 70. It's your closest guess. And fourth in the top four,
0: the Prime Minister. Uh, Benjamin Disraeli. <laughs> he's a shoo in. He's actually buried there. Like she, <laughs> he's attending against his will. Um, Theresa May, 55? 63. So your closest so She's far. Like, she was at Will and Kate's. She, was she? Yeah, she was, yeah. Was
1: she home secretary at the time? Yeah. Makes sense.
0: Yeah. Blair didn't get invited. Well, there you go. Well, you, know what, you know what Blair could spell? <laughs>
1: liar, but with a B as well. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Well done. Right. Now, I want you to just guess at some people. Okay. You've got else, think, 18 so other else. people. Who else is on Elton John. you taking the piss if he's not there. Incorrect. No Elton John. Serious. I mean, Elton John's going, isn't he?
0: So these are people who might go. These are all people who... Well, they're just people. Just people. Okay. Uh, who else do people like? Uh, I will say that there is a big
1: drop-off in the number of people... After those uh, in the ones. percentages, after those,
0: so these just random
1: slips, not random. Like they were all pretty obvious as to why, um, mostly.
0: Victoria Beckham. David and Victoria Beckham, I'll give you that. There's a rumour that Victoria Beckham might be designing the dress, which apparently she's disputed because once Meghan was spotted... This is all sort of knowledge that I now have at command. That's good. Once Meghan was spotted wearing a Victoria Beckham-designed jumper. Wow. And, Dave- this, and that is enough for a news story to go. She's probably designing the wedding dress. That's pretty good. David Beckham uh, had his
1: daughter Harper's birthday party at Buckingham Palace and it kicked off a near-international incident. What? Um... Because you're not allowed to be a common person having your party in Buckingham Palace. How did
0: he ask to like, organise?
1: Because he knows Sarah Ferguson. Oh, God. and um, Fergie organise I'll tell you what, David Beckham was very sweet about it. He was like, "My daughter's my princess, and I wanted to give her a nice birthday." I'm like, mate, if you're voting David Beckham, go for it.
0: Yeah. I love him. I do love David Beckham. Imagine well. not liking David Beckham. All those snarky, some 90s people, things about. Some people are him. really snarky about him. I just feel like he's a, a really good guy.
1: He yeah. kicked people, one
0: Argentinian. I love people like, ah, oh, he's not very good at public speaking. He's actually pretty good now. And also, it's not what he's... nice job. It's nice job. Just because he's fitter than you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> what are you thinking percentage-wise on that? I'll tell you uh, they're okay.
0: about halfway down the list. They're halfway down. Uh, so we're talking about, like, 45? 38. See, ah, I, I do want them to be there. I, it, I will tell you, the British public... Don't seem to want many of these people in the uh, world. I don't. I was going to say like some rugby players, but I don't know any rugby. Nah, players. Nah, there's no rugby players. No, that surprises me. I would say lean towards politics. Oh, uh, okay. Um, Boris Johnson. Boris is not on that list. Sadiq Khan. Sadiq Khan is on that list. I hope he's quite high. He's high-ish. Forty. Forty-three. Ooh, hello. he's above estimations. We're in. Absolutely smash that. All right, carry on. Um, is this fun <laughs> should i, I just know, read because it? i feel very under pressure because i have a fairly weak interest in politics yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well
1: i'll tell you what you've named a couple of people who are on this list already what? in the course of guessing or in the course of digressions you've already named some of them
0: stephen fry stephen fry's on there Oh, what's he at? He's probably like 30... 25%? 46. He's way up there.
1: He's... The only celebrity he's under is Ed Sheeran. Seriously? Ed Sheeran's 48. Why Why are people obsessed
0: with Ed Sheeran and this wedding? I
1: don't know. He's, he's wormed
0: his it? way in.
1: I Actually, you know what? I, I genuinely think there's probably a little cognitive connection going on. That's quite a good little photo of
0: them together. Little bloody gingers. <laughs> What does Ginger sound so mean? It sounds harsh, doesn't it? It Ginger. also rhymes with Minger, Ooh. which is probably the neural connection you're seeking. Yeah, but well, I'm not seeking it. Um, I love Um Any more sports people in there? There, actors? there are actors. Any writers?
1: No writers on the list. But remember, this is the British people public. who could. <laughs> go, I don't don't know. Yeah, they could say I don't know.
0: I don't know. I'm struggling now.
1: Okay, Stephen Hawking. No Hawking on here. You are, you're having a laugh. What about
0: ex-girlfriend Chelsea Davy? Well, I'm sure the public would love to see her there, but she's going to. So, is it high? No, like twenty percent. Sixteen. I wouldn't even. Like, I'd be surprised people even know who that is
1: out of that out of sixteen hundred people, sixteen percent
0: of them thought Chelsea Davy should be at the wedding. But is that like a Jeremy Kyle? Like I would love to like maybe just see the tension. You've thought
1: through this. I uh, now. There are only three people below Chelsea Davey on this list. It's a very interesting selection. Uh, I'm wondering how we do this in a fun way. Should I just read them out and you guess which ones are lowest? Yeah. So we've got a mixture of... a good mix. Putin. <laughs> Kim and Kanye.
0: And Farage. Well, Kim and Kanye have got to be... A- top of those three no seriously people want more
1: more than kim kim and kanye are bottom of the list with four percent
0: there's something wrong with this world absolutely mad i think people are are looking for drama i think they're thinking this is like people entering the church is like people entering the celebrity big brother house that's good and they're they're going to be in windsor castle for next three hours yeah Let's watch them. I don't think Kim and Kanye would be. I don't think they'd they go. Don't, just don't need it anyway, but like. But maybe somewhere. it's that like thing, because they don't expect. It. If they got it, they'd be like so overwhelmed they would attend. Yeah, that's true. But then, yeah.
1: It's kind maybe. of Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? But yeah, Putin and Farage, both above Kim and Kanye. We've got also Vince Cable, not much love for him. Um, Donald and Melanie Trump, beaten. ...by a mixture of the Clintons. I
0: love that you anglicised it then. You said Melanie. Did I? <laughs> Melanie <laughs> Trump. <laughs> Mel. Mel Trump. Mel and Don. Don and Mel. <laughs> coming around some angel delight. Well, Don's not coming around, is he? <laughs> Don's got a dicky tummy. <laughs> uh, just, do, just do some chips for Don. Don and
1: Mel beaten by uh, <laughs> Hillary and Bill. Hill and Bill. <laughs> Corbyn. Merkel. Macron. And Mary Berry. <laughs> <laughs> Mary Berry's like thirty-nine percent. She's way up there.
0: Yeah, I can see that though. She's People like love her. she's got a common touch, but also a bit posh. Oh, she's more than a bit. Posh. I know, but Come she's on, still mate. like very like homely.
1: Yeah, but I will say, um, under the top four, rounding out the top five, I'm very happy with this because it implies that the British public do
0: have their head screwed on. Justin Trudeau. Yeah the thinking man sexy politician but like he's a he's a dead cert because obviously the commonwealth connections well, we he's did. associated with the invictus games as well i he's think dead. he's a, he's a dead cert and I he think. used to have that
1: sweet haircut and goatee combo where he looked like he was in system of a down i love him <laughs>
0: oh justin you could be my prime minister any day do you still regard him as slightly your prime minister because you're a bit canadian a little bit yeah, he's a good one. In the same way that I don't regard anyone in Australian politics as my Prime Minister, because they're all shitheads. Do you know, like, if you got a royal invitation, like, you feel quite obliged to attend? Because it is a big deal. But you know for Kate and Will's wedding, some people did decline. Okay. And on Wikipedia, you can find a list of the people that declined and reasons why they declined. And they're all dead. <laughs> but they're mainly, like, royals, because I feel like... No normal person will feel comfortable declining a royal invite, except another royal, because them, to them, it's just another social engagement. I mean, it's not just another. It's a state event. Because it's British. It's, yeah. It means more. Exactly. <laughs> but just read you a couple of these. Um, well, I what love have you this. Got? The King of Sweden declined an invite to Kate and Will's Oh, wedding. I didn't realise you had this prepared. He declined due to his own birthday celebrations the day after. Fair I mean, it's me. Sweden. He could get there in an hour. Yeah, but you don't want to be hungover on your birthday. And you there's no drink. way. Yeah. You don't have to drink. You can, you can say, King of Sweden, you know, hold back, as save if, yourself for tomorrow. As if you're not going mental at the royal wedding. Or, or turn it into a two dayer. Absolute two dayer yeah. wakes up bleary eyed on his birthday. Go on a plane. It's and you can say to all the people that are nearby, going, Well, if you're in London, Stockholm's only 45 minutes off. <laughs> Everyone after You've got stand that
1: Imagine take... that getting on his little jet.
0: Um, crown Prince and Crown Princess of Japan declined. I think this is more understandable because of the earthquake and tsunami.
1: Yeah, and that's fair enough. Also, eleven hour flight for a wedding of people you don't know that well.
0: Yeah, I know. Not going to do it. I, you wouldn't know tsunami or no tsunami. You wouldn't know many people there. Um, my favourite De- one though I forgot is they had a crown um, prince. This is one of my favourite, though. Um, Richie, McGraw, sorry, Richie McCaw, the New Zealand National Rugby Union captain. Fair play to you, mate. <laughs> declined due to commitments to his super rugby club, the Crusaders. His super rugby yeah, club. super rugby. That's super rugby on the next day. Is that uh, where they're all twice as big and they've got <laughs> better stats? I love this. Also, Brian O'Driscoll, Ireland National Rugby captain, declined. All the rugby players turn in now. Aye. He's playing in Heineken Cup the day after. Yeah, fair play. I love that. He's playing the Heineken Cup. You know what that code for? Having a little drink
1: in Sweden with a king. <laughs> no,
0: uh, no it's a cup of Heineken. Oh, yeah. He does, you know, Big so, old cup of he Heineken. He's on the piss to lose.
1: <laughs> um,
0: but speaking about um, guests. Yes. I'm going to talk about one guest in particular, Joe. Mm-hmm. And this is in relation to something I revealed at the beginning of the show. Which you revealed the wedding. it. The wedding is been taking place at midday. And now this was a topic of conversation in relation to... Prince William. Mm. Because we know the date of the wedding is also the day of the FA Cup final. Obviously. And William is um what is he, the head of the FA? Like he's the He can't be the head of the he's not the head FA. of the FA, he's like oh, what's it called? Mascot. He's the mascot. He's the big posh mascot of the FA. Looks a bit like the Cup these days. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so he, usually one of his kind of, um, responsibilities is handing out the trophy at yeah. the FA Cup final. A wicked job. Bro. Now the FA Cup final usually takes place about five o'clock, five thirty these days because of TV. And a lot of people were like, will he be able to do it? Will they be able to attend the wedding and go to the, um, FA Cup can final? jump in Harry's Apache. And people are saying that he can't do it because he needs to be at his brother's wedding. He might be best man. So he might be doing speeches afterwards. Oh, that's so I'm point. trying to work out whether he can do it or not. So I did a little bit of research. So as the crow flies between St. George's Chapel, yeah. Windsor, and Wembley Stadium, it's 15 miles exactly. Okay. 15? 15. 15 miles. It's not far at all. That's as the crow flies, Joe. That's piss. And that's crows straight, always walk straight. Walk it. Drunk. Or well, walking would take you five hours and 51 minutes. Walk it. So let's take into consideration he wants to be there at the beginning of the match ideally doesn't have to be yeah. but ideally if you got there after the match and went straight from the wedding he probably could walk it also yeah also he like you would get there for the end of the match trophy handouts probably like half an hour later as so well. if the match starts was it 5 o'clock the match starts I think it's 5 o'clock so take that 5.45 50 minutes six, six, you talk about 6.45 when the game ends probably a bit longer for extra time yeah and
1: then and you have got I reckon you've you got to set half, the stage and stuff yeah
0: Fifteen minutes, half
1: an hour extra. You could actually
0: walk it. Easy. Get he, your skis on, cross-country it. That would take five hours fifty-one minutes. If he doesn't that, do it, he's lazy. Joe, that's going via Witten Avenue, which on a Saturday, you're, you must be joking me. Pedestrian though. Yeah, yeah. But on a Saturday, yeah. um, cycling would take one hour thirty-nine minutes. Is it that much quicker to uh, cycle? Yeah. I should cycle everywhere. Bikes are way quick. Um, Shame you die on them all the time. And um, that would be going via Grand Union Canal, which is lovely, lovely Oh, especially in the summer. Cars, 50 minutes, 50 minutes, which is on the North Circular. You 50 co-
1: minutes for a 15-mile ride? What's yeah. wrong?
0: They should fix our it's infrastructure. On the, it's on the North Circular, that's why. Traffic on a Saturday. <laughs> You've got Wembley traffic.
1: On FA Cup Day, come on.
0: Um, You're joking, aren't you? Public, tra- public transport is just a no-go, I think, Joe, because you can't have William in full ceremonial gear going to the Slough bus station, Bay 8, to get an overground to Pannington. I mean, it'll make a great bit of footage. Um, So, but thing is, I thought, what is the quickest way? And it is helicopters. Obviously Apache. Um, I I called about Apache, but I contacted Atlas Helicopters. Did you? Which are a uh, helicopter service, Mm -hmm. in Buck, and they particularly specialize in taking rich people to football games. Do they really? So you can hire them. They are fitted out in luxurious leather with enough room for you and five guests. Our beautiful aircraft will take you directly to any stadium in the country. You offer in-flight, in-flight catering, the latest football magazines, yes, please plus 442, com- plus complimentary champagne. You'll arrive in a sparkling mood and ready to cheer on your team. With all the latest facts from Shoot Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> so I think they operate a Robinson R-44, which is the best-selling general aviation aircraft in the world. You got a picture? Has been since 1999. No, but I can draw you on with the singular pen that we own. Please do. Okay. Um, they have a cruising speed of 130 miles per hour. So you're talking, Ooh, so you're talking six minutes, 55 seconds. I'm sorry, helicopters go that fast? Yeah. Why are they allowed? <laughs> you know, actually, it is the most unsafe mode of transport. Of course it is. It's a jug <laughs> with a fan on top. <laughs> you can do it in six minutes. Of course it's unsafe. That's mad. Um, uh,
1: I want to reiterate, they are a jug with a fan on top. That's it. That's what you're in. Grow right. up.
0: Joe, I've joined you a picture of the Robinson R44. What do you think?
1: Oh, I really like it. It Looks like um, Budgie.
0: Yeah, so uh, you, you
1: know what? Who Budgie was created by Sarah Ferguson. Always tying it was, back wasn't in. It?
0: That's a weird thing. Very strange. Um, so that's so. So I contacted them and I put in all the details. Put in the day, the time, where we'd be going, where we were going from, where
1: we'd be going. Yeah, me uh, uh, and Will.
0: Well, I said like I put all that information in, and I think this is pretty reasonable. Uh, it's £3,113.30. and Six minutes to the FA Cup final. So I pay the, that in a heartbeat. That's the quote. That's one way. That's one week's... No, that's um, return, actually. That's return. That's one week's pay for this podcast. That's, uh, I'm, so I <laughs> Isn't emailed, it? <laughs> that's the email I got back with them from them. Yeah. And then I replied, I can fly a helicopter. Would that make it any cheaper? Good. And then they didn't reply. What? Which I think's not on, because I was offering something there. Name and what's the... Uh... Atlas Helicopters. Atlas Helicopters. Grow a because, pair. Because you he, he wouldn't need anyone. He could just do it himself. Just drop off the helicopter.
1: That's mad that they so don't let you rent. He
0: can easily, like as long as he doesn't have a drink when he's doing the speeches, just measure himself, yeah. do it later. He can be there, back, he can walk it, cycle it, helicopter if he wants, he wants to leave it late. We're ignoring the fact that Harry can fly a helicopter. He can't leave, though, Joe.
1: No, he can leave for... It takes six minutes. So it'll take him 12 minutes How's there he... and
0: back. He can't be explaining that on his wedding day, that he's nipped off to drop off his brother at the football. Say he's got a
1: <laughs> n- nervous dump.
0: <laughs> I'm can't... all nervous about my life. I've got no, to do a No, he should be big... enjoying the day. He's allowed to have a drink. He can't be like, oh, Harry, you said you dropped me off at Wembley. He's got to nip out. You know he'll have a drink as well. <laughs> he's going to be raucous. <laughs> Imagine that just landing on the centre circle. What? <laughs> <laughs> just chucking out the cup. That'd be brilliant. Chucking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tries to do it. We'll That's dro- a penalty. We'll dro-
0: <laughs> Doing it one handed. Or drop it down to you. <laughs> it's just filled with fucking iron brew and vodka. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think this all this whole frenzy around whether William can do it, whether he could fulfil his role, um, is all a lot of nonsense. Absolutely. I've heart-wash. laid out lots of options for him there. I like so it. It's not a problem. It's not a problem. Stop worrying, everyone. Good on you particularly that's very good research cool. Thank you're you. very um clever yeah i got <laughs> in early to do that I, no, you I, did I, it. I was i was sad they didn't reply yeah
1: I maybe thought, they're just um consulting
0: yeah maybe email them maybe again. They're looking into the insurance
1: of it email them again and say like what are we talking if we cut out the catering as well because he's not gonna he's six minutes he's
0: not gonna eat it yeah you might
1: manage a couple
0: you of don't lives you do need the football magazines can't be reading if he's flying are we saying wills is flying well, I just want no. know, I wanted to know if Will was flying, whether that knocked down the price somewhat, because I want it like, I want it to be easier on the taxpayer.
1: You're very good.
0: Yeah. Well done, mate. Because they're paying for everything apart from the security. We're paying for the security, they're paying for everything else. Security, yeah. Maybe it's insecure to let a prince fly
1: a helicopter to Wembley. We can get five special agents in it. Was that going to cost more? Is so 3,000 They're probably on the, on the talk. clock
0: anyway. Like,
1: that's true. Yeah. Easy. Anyway. All right, that's good. Uh, have you got anything else? No. Nope. Is it conspiracy time? Yes. I've got a conspiracy for you. One guest you're not going to see, according to the internet, is Michelle Obama. Because according to... Ooh, I've forgotten the name of the website. But you know what? They don't deserve it. Because they're absolute pricks. Um... Apparently, Michelle received a well-deserved and humiliating beatdown. And do you know from who? The no. Queen. What? Queen doesn't like Michelle. Queen Elizabeth has personally removed Michelle and Barack Obama from the guest list for Prince Harry's wedding to Meghan Markle, according to British reports. You know we were talking about sources. Yeah. This is part... Actually, this is very interesting digression. If you look for conspiracy stories on YouTube... You will find... (laughs) Oh, you find very few. I do it a lot. Um, You'll find multiple versions of the same story, somewhat similar but not quite the same, either read by robot voices or people off camera. (laughs) And if you look into them, they're always from the same fake news websites. What? Like evil pro-Trump nonsense machines that just churn out bile. And it's very, like, it's quite harrowing going like, this has all been... Because they've all got hundreds of thousands of views. Shit. And you just look at it and you're like, oh my god, it works. The whole thing works. Shut down YouTube.
0: Keep our bit. Yeah, yeah. Our bit at our work. We can not be doing that. No, we are seen... We, we cre- struggle to get hundreds of thousands create views. our own fake news. <laughs> <laughs> the best of them. <laughs> Should we get more of those robot voices? That would
1: actually be good. Mm. Anyway, invitations to royal weddings in England have traditionally been extended to the sitting president of the United States and the current first lady. So when Queen Elizabeth saw what Michelle Obama was up to, trying to sneak a spot at the wedding at the expense of the real POTUS and FLOTUS, which, POTUS and FLOTUS, I don't like the people who occupy those positions, but I'm glad that they exist to have those names. She delivered Michelle a well- the Queen delivered Michelle a well-deserved and humiliating beatdown. And this is where it just never really actually addresses what they're talking about. It just goes off, and it's just... Right, here we go. While Barack Obama has been travelling around the world, operating as some kind of shadow president, and attempting to undermine the real POTUS, Michelle has been trying to push her way into every major social event where she doesn't belong, and is apparently not invited. (laughs) It's so... It's somewhere between terrifying, um, like, dystopian future and... Like kids squabbling over a birthday party? It's petty indignancy. So weird. When Michelle Obama heard the news that Prince Harry was marrying a black American girl, she assumed it was her rightful place to be on that guest list. Come on, guys. Michelle made a desperate move to sneak a spot on the guest list. How do you sneak a spot? I don't know. For an 800-person wedding in England. Uh, But unfortunately unfortunately for the firmer first lady, the guest list had to be approved by the Queen of England herself. (laughs) <laughs> and then here's a subheading: "Forever for the for all time timeline
0: of Queen Elizabeth's brutal Obama Smackdown." <laughs> it's so weird using the terms "Smackdown" and "Beatdown" in relation to the Queen. Uh, it just goes like circular. Just goes mad. Like carries on talking about exactly the same things again. Uh,
1: it refers to Barack having been practically stalking Prince Harry on Twitter.
0: <laughs> what?
1: Uh, blah 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 the Obamas are experts are playing the crowd for fools Um, (laughs) Michelle was trying to do something worse to shove the Trumps aside that's page one of three Uh, Michelle has been doing the rounds on the speaking tour later trashing Trump Um, she gushed over the Queen poor choice of words Um, something about Trump again uh she's making fun of trump's tweets um she says what do you do with the queen i touched her she touched me first adding that her dream dinner guest would be jesus whom she'd serve pizza
0: i don't know what's going on i don't know what's going
1: on um oh and basically the problem here is that there was famously once a picture of michelle where she had her arm around the queen Right, and it was considered improper. It was considered improper. But this is saying the Queen felt so grossly disrespected by Michelle that she royally snubbed the former First Lady after the touchy-feely offence. And what it's doing is talking about that, and then it just ends. And never actually says that she's not taken her off the guest list. It just says at the start she did it, never actually gets into it. Um, But anyway... Let's finish it up. Michelle may think she's royalty and even try to act like it, which they're acknowledging. Michelle holds herself extremely well and is beloved by a lot of people because she acts like royalty. She's, she is the Queen. But she's got nothing on the actual Queen of England, who is the real deal and put her in her place. The Queen does what she wants, and by kicking <laughs> desperate Michelle Obama off the guest list... And extending an invitation to the real potas and floaters instead, she showed she's no one's fool. I do love the refrain that the Queen does, sh- she she does, wa- does what, what she, she wants. wants. She does what she wants. Queen of England, she does what she wants.
0: <laughs> Piss off, on <I'm> the Queen. <laughs> I'd do 90 if I want. She wears like a really fancy leather jacket, kicks over a bit. She's shoplifting. Yeah, she's the Queen. You gonna bring it up? I'm not. What are you gonna do? She put it in her hair. <laughs> load of pencils. What we we'll do, buy it with money with my face on it. <laughs> Going Ooh. around pets at home stealing all the corgi stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, I wonder if people like overreact with the Queen and stuff like that. Because obviously there's a whole etiquette in place when you meet a royal yeah. of like what is recommended that you do. Because I think I went on the royal website and there is like a list of things you're meant to do. But it says at the top, it's like, no one has to do it. But is considered traditional. Yeah, and there's like handshaking and curtsying and all that. I wonder if people just build it up to be like if you don't do it, people round her freak out. Exactly, where she's absolutely fine. It's like once we have Vin Diesel in the office, and all these people were freaking out that we didn't have crisps, so we had to go out and buy him some crisps. I think we got. didn't touch one. I think we got some salt and black pepper kettle, kettle chip crisps, oh, I love and uh, he didn't touch them. Didn't mm. touch him. That's more for us. And I don't know whether he, like behind closed doors, he was angry about that, or whether it's just his people. He's a good lad. Um, he was very nice. Though. I reckon
1: he's all right. Um, so it's it's interesting. I think you're right. And I think when you say people around her freak out, the tabloids are the ultimate version of the people around her. What's the people echo of that? They're just desperate. Desperate for outrage. So they're like, Oh, you put her arm around our queen. Bloody <laughs> hell.
0: And the queen was like, Thank you for Queen's touching like, me. this really nice. <laughs> I've not
1: been, Literally no one shows me be human affection. Before.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My life could have been so different. <laughs> um, right, we've got two emails here, Joe. These are the inaugural emails to the Windsor Not Pod. Yeah. So you can email us anytime you want. Show at the com. That's the beauty of email. You can do it whenever you want. Um, this first email is from a trap called... This is an amazing name. If this is actually your name, it's called Hunter Tuggle. Hunter Tuggle? Hunter Tuggle. You what? and Victoria Arbiter need to have a chat. That's a brilliant name. Uh, my name is Hunter, and I am an American who will probably have some questions during these podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Please yeah. send them in. Please I was send going them. to respond to that. But you know what? I can't um is it a big deal in the uk to take a child to higher rated films even though a parent is with them so this goes back to episode one where i was really angry that um as a child i saw princess diana take harry and um, william to an age inappropriate movie Mm. and uh, he says in the us as long as a parent is with the child we won't even bat an eye i'm just curious why it's such a big deal uh, I think it's up there with a the parent. If the child is mature enough, to, it's up to the parent if the child is mature enough to see the movie. Harry probably wasn't, but I believe Diana did was not a big deal. I
1: thought was, I thought he was going to
0: say, but Will's probably was. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think it, like I think at the time it is illegal to take a child to an age inappropriate movie in the UK, and it remains so except for twelve. A in our country. Yeah, and also, like, one of the reasons they brought the 12A in. I Spider-Man. don't know if this is really true, but this is the story is because of Spider Man, because Pressure, it came out in the UK and it was 12. So they invented a new rating called 12A mm. because so many kids, obviously, understandably, wanted to see Spider Man, the Tommy Maguire Sam Raimi one from 2002. Famously violent Spider Man. <laughs> well, you say that, but right at the end, he is impaled through the stomach, the Green Goblin, on his own. Glider. you're not wrong and, like, and i apologize it's for my quite snark gory, but like still it's fancy violence but he oh, is bleeding out and willem dafoe why did they give him a mask come back it's got the perfect face for the green goblin it's, literally- it's insane that they did that there's a brilliant drawing this is a digression hmm. there's a brilliant drawing of the green goblin done by alex ross the comic book painter oh yeah and it literally looks like willem dafoe yeah painted it's like um, a
1: purple howl. it's literally the same. there's a there's a line in a weird Alyankovich song about Spider Man set to Piano Man, Piano Man instead of Spider Man. Yeah. It's good.
0: Where it says, but uh, it's scarier without it on. It's very yeah, good. Absolutely. Um anyway. And he says, "Why is this such a big deal?" I would refer you, Hunter, back to episode one when I tell an in-depth story about the the, the ire I felt at not seeing Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes, but it is, yeah, it is, it is, it is illegal. illegal. So I thought it would have been I'd illegal in America to take a kid. you can't take
1: them to an X-rated movie. Not X, but you can take them to an R. Really? Yeah, as long as you've got an eighteen-year, eighteen-plus person, they can take younger people into an R. I think with reason, or you know, like not with reason. You can't Within take a kids pie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Also, yeah, I mean, like, it's also worth pointing out that the reason that was a big deal in the press is again, tabloids love it. Like, yeah. she's done something wrong, therefore. And it's also we'll talk her, you,
0: it. like, I think abusing her position. Yes. Because the, the people of the audience cinema, like, were probably like teenagers working a Saturday job, didn't feel like they could say no to, you know, the future Queen of England at the time. Yes. And, they, like, she kind of forced them to do something illegal, in a sense. There you
1: go. Yeah, she forced
0: them Yeah, mm. Queen of Hearts Joe, do you have one? I do, it's from Christopher Crow
1: Which is also a good name Good morning to you lads And God save the Queen of Suits Which is wicked <laughs> I really like that I was just wondering, maybe we should
0: say that all the time Queen of Suits, yeah
1: I was just wondering if you had any suggestions for appropriate attire to wear whilst listening to the episodes of the podcast. I have my top hat on, obviously, but is it a Kane and Tails event? Or a dapper tweed jacket with leather elbow pads sort of affair? Blessed be the Corgis, Chris Crow. Now, I would say top hat and nude.
0: What, for the the big day?
1: No, for listening to the podcast. Oh,
0: absolutely, yeah. You can be
1: nude as the day you're born, as long as you're wearing a top hat.
0: Yeah, I think psychologically that would throw people... Throw them Wait, where? Well, to confront that person, if they've got a top hat on, you would think, oh. I'm talking in the pleasure of your own home. I thought you meant on the tube. Not on the
1: tube. Pants.
0: And t- a top hat. And tails. <laughs> Pants, tails, and top but, hat. But
1: nips out. Oh, nips out. 100%. It's a big day, isn't it? Yeah, if you've got the one button done up that covers the nips.
0: I think actually. Then when you laugh, it's import- because. I- importantly, though, if you are taking Joe's advice and going predominantly nude, you want to keep tweed to a minimum. Oh hundred percent is scratchy. It is ooh that's like a it's like a um a bristle pad. Someone who had to wear tweed Willow. for uh, school. Did you? Uh
1: for special events. What like PE It's called Best Uniform.
0: If, what, another, oh, if another describe school...
1: this uniform for me, please. Well let me describe both my late uniforms. standard everyday uniform was um sorry, how many? I had two. Okay. Uh standard one, corduroy trousers. Shorts, if you were under... Do you know what the word corduroy ten. means? I don't. It's French oh, for... Oh,
0: corduroy. Like the king. Yes, the fabric of the king. Yeah, that's pretty there good, go. that, isn't it? I worked it out. Very good? Oh, because you can speak French, can you, Joe? No. Oh, well. <laughs> I just... well oh, I
1: don't know. A bit. <laughs> um, corduroy trousers. And um, like a very pale... Like a sickly green shirt. And a woolly jumper with uh, leather elbow pads. And then for best uniform, for, which was for when dignitaries, or I don't know, David Beckham came to our school once. Seriously, we wore best uniform because um, I, mean. I think Brooklyn was going to go. Not sure. And then um, for other schools visiting, you had to wear the best uniform, and it was uh, a tweed suit, which is mad. What colour tweed? I like a brown. Okay. If you've ever seen the band the Young Knives, who yeah. often dressed in tweed. That we look like them. On best days. We look like bloody young knives. It's so weird seeing nine year olds in tweed, man. That shouldn't be allowed. It's very strange. I had, but anyway, I would never wear tweed with nude parts of me exposed.
0: I had a viscose blazer that I once melted in chemistry and it turned into like the sludge that venom is made out of. That's really cool. Yeah. It's quite nice to melt it. Yeah, that's it's I'm fine. I'm perfectly it. adjusted. But I once <laughs> melted it and it just went all like. You weren't in thready it, that and were Tenderly. No, I wasn't in it. I'm Good. mad. <laughs> um, lovely so yeah if you want to email us send us anything you like ask us questions and you can get in touch at show at the windsor Knot pod dot com yes please or you can get in contact if you go to twitter and go to at windsor Knot pod. yes like
1: kieran thomas did kieran thomas sent us some excellent feedback um, which is that uh, when we were talking about cakes and um, particularly uh, queen victoria's cake which we said must have had the density of a neutron star mm. He actually did the calculations to work out what it had the density of. absolutely. I love that he calls it Queen Vic. Yeah. He said, I did some quick calcs, which he's clearly a mathematician because calcs? How am I meant to know what that is? I think it was calciums. After listening to the logistics episode of Windsor Not Pod, assuming a height of 14 inches and the circumference of three yards and 300 pounds mass, Queen Vic's cake works out at 680 kilograms per meter squared. No, per meters cubed density. Which is about the density of mahogany, which that's a very tough, that's a dense wood. wood. Yeah, you're making pianos out of that. You're making pianos out of that cake. There's probably still cakey pianos hanging around in the darker corners of uh, Frogmore
0: House, which we imagine about that. Last imagine week. alternating keys of Victoria sponge and fruit cake <gasps> for the really for nice. the ivory and the ebony. That would be very good.
1: I haven't, Ebony and Ivory would be a very different
0: song if it was. It's <laughs> about Victor- Victoria's It's about people and who like fruit Victoria's Burger and people who like fruitcake. Honestly, can we just all get along? They're both equally good cakes. Yes. Um, anyway, that's all we've bloody got
1: for you, and I hope you're happy with yourselves. This has been the Windsor Not Pod. Please email
0: and tweet us because we ever so like it. And also, reviewers on iTunes. Go oh, to God. iTunes. You could. I don't care what you think about it. Just say you like it. We Give it were five fea- stars. We were featured on iTunes this week. Yeah, so you, honestly, just go there, m- say something nice. If you've got nothing nice to say, don't do it. Sod Just off. do five stars. Just leave it at that. That's minimal effort. Just do five stars and yeah. walk away. Andrew Lake, R.I.P. <laughs>